Hey everyone, before this episode begins, I would just like to apologize in advance for the audio quality. With COVID-19 requiring social distancing, I'm not able to use my recording equipment with guests in person. However, I still wanted to be able to produce episodes for you to listen to, especially since we are all bored at home. With that being said, this is the best I can get the audio without recording in person. I hope these more relaxed episodes will still bring a little light into your day. Remember to stay safe and wash your hands and stay six feet apart. Enjoy! Welcome and thank you for listening to This Little Light of Mine. My name is Lauren and you are listening to a series on formative stories that build people into who they are that will hopefully bring a little light into your day. Today I am joined with Cheyenne. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hello. Um, Cheyenne, your story kind of begins your junior year where you realized that you were trans. So will you kind of um, start from there and kind of talk us through your journey? Yeah. So it was like junior, it might have actually been sophomore year. I honestly can't remember, but I just, I always say junior year. Mm-hmm. Um, it just started with kind of a, a disconnect, I guess. That's sure. the way I can describe it, like a feeling that something is wrong, basically. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I didn't know what it was, but I was also a little bit interested in trying to do cross-dressing. And I think that is, that it kind of started from there. I did a lot of like soul searching Mm-hmm. And it was during, like, right before my junior year ended, right before that summer vacation, that was when I, uh, that was when I, uh, realized that I was transgender. Yeah. So that's, like, a really, really heavy realization. It changes your entire life, pretty much. Um, yeah. So once you finally realized that you were transgender, what did you kind of decide that you wanted to take? Like, did you immediately decide you wanted to start coming out or... Did it take a while for yourself to become comfortable with your new identity? Mm-mm. It definitely took me a long time to become comfortable with my new identity. Even past to like starting hormones and stuff. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was only pretty recently that I actually became totally comfortable with myself. Yeah. Um, my parents both uh, figured out on their own. That mm-hmm. I was transgender, at least questioning. They found out before I was uh, sure about anything. Uh-huh. Um, so I was, I was experimenting with, like, uh, wearing girls' clothes and stuff, and they found out about that. That's kind of how they uh, figured it out. So when your parents um, discovered that you were questioning your gender identity, what was their initial reaction? Really, uh he acted really accepting up front when he first found out and he mm-hmm. had that conversation with me. He said he was very accept he was very accepting about it. That's great. My mom, she she acted a little bit more uh, confused, I guess. Like she took a little a uh, little while to warm up to it. Mm-hmm. But in the end, after she was warmed up to it, she was a lot more uh accepting and nice yeah. than my dad was because also I think it's important to remember in situations like this even if your parent or your sibling or whoever is totally comfortable with you know like the LGBT community 
um, still having your child totally change their sexual or not change, but come out as a different sexual or gender identity. It changes your entire view of them and what their future is going to be like. And it's um, especially like in today's day and age, and especially in the fact that we have grown up in Utah in like a pretty religious environment, it can be really scary. Yeah. So um, your parents found out you had came out to a few family members, right? A few siblings. Yeah. Uh, my sister Arya was the first person I came out to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I came out to her over text. And then after that, it was a few months later, I think, when I we kind of gathered the whole family together. And I just told all of my siblings uh, the news. Yeah. So... Um, you had already been experimenting with, uh, dressing more femininely and, um, what other kind of steps did you take for yourself, um, to feel more comfortable in your new gender identity? No, I didn't take a ton of steps. I started growing out my hair Mm -hmm. before. I think I, I, I started growing it out even before I knew I was transgender just because I wanted to have a longer hairstyle. Yeah. But, um, it was like right after that that I started kind of experimenting with it with the uh, feminine clothing Mm -hmm. and that was pretty much it for a while so Aria your sister is the closest in age to you for your siblings right yeah so Aria can I ask you a question how was it like um, (laughs) now having a, a new brand new sister did you feel like you I mean I think sisters have a totally incredible unique bond and now you were given this new bond how was that adjustment for you it I don't know it was exciting when I first found out I was really emotional you were there I literally cried for five hours but (laughs) um now that it's like happened it's just what makes sense Mm -hmm. like I think we became closer we used to not talk as much, and now we talk way more. Mm-hmm. You have, like, a cute little sisterly bond now. Yeah, it's way nice. So um, you have told me that after you graduated high school, you started to transition. So will you um, tell us a little bit about that process? Yeah. So I started taking hormones. I had to wait till I was 18. Um, I, took, I started taking hormones pretty much right after I graduated because – that was my 18th birthday as well. And so it started, I uh, went to the, uh, the, uh, that place, the place, (laughs) (laughs) the place where they give you the hormones. Mm -hmm. Um, I started pretty much that day. It was two days after my birthday. I think I went and picked up, picked it up and I started taking Mm -hmm. them. So, starting taking them was like pretty easy honestly but after you started to take hormones you began to become more confident and happy um was it immediately after you began hormones that you started to gain this new confidence or did it take a while for you to adjust well not like the day of Uh (laughs) um i noticed i started noticing effects even just a few weeks or like a month after i started i've heard of people transgender people who start taking hormones and they feel they say oh I didn't change that much I feel like I changed after hormones and kind of when I started hormones is also when I started my journey 
to accepting myself and my new identity. Mm-hmm. Um, see, I changed a lot. Like, my hobbies changed. I spend my time doing different things than I used to. Yeah, so you talked to me about how you really enjoy baking and cooking now, right? Yeah, that that's a very recent hobby. Mm-hmm. So after you were on hormones for six months, you decided to, um, like, officially come out. So what was um, your thought process like, your thought process like coming up to that point, coming up to that, making that big decision to decide to come out to um, pretty much the rest of the world? All right. So my process going up to it was like, I really did not want to come out to the rest of the world until I was uh, really comfortable with myself. Mm-hmm. And that took a few, that took a while. It yeah. was, uh, right. I was working on my uh, hairstyle. Like I got my bangs cut. I was working on my clothing style a little bit more, trying to figure that stuff out. Mm-hmm. And it was when I started uh, changing my voice and people over the phone or in the drive-thru, they were calling me ma'am just based on my voice. Mm-hmm. That was when I got a, after that, I kind of got a huge boost of confidence. And that's what yeah. led me to uh, start coming out uh, at work at my job. And I started, uh, I started just living full-time as Cheyenne, basically. Yeah, because now you are publicly passing and so you feel... I mean, that automatically gives you a big boost of, big boost of confidence. Yeah. So um, your mom actually posted on Instagram about you coming out. So how, um, how was that taken? Like, how was that received? That was received pretty well. I actually didn't know she posted on there about it. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I didn't know about it until uh, a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to follow her on Instagram to see what the post was. Right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so coming from a cisgender's perspective, what is one thing that you wish um, the world could be more understanding of? Or what is one thing that you wish um, the world could do to help trans people feel more comfortable? I think the biggest thing is just uh, acceptance. Like, uh, I think most trans people are going to understand if you make a mistake or if you uh, mess something up and they'll just tell you if you make a mistake, assuming they're like ready for that. And so pretty much just accepting it. Like if someone tells you, Hey, if someone, if you call someone a he and she tells you, Hey, uh, it's actually she. Just mm-hmm. immediately switching over. Don't make a big deal out of it. Just uh, yeah. switch over and just pretend like it's always been that way, you know? Mm-hmm. It's all about, um, you know, it's it's less about what makes you comfortable and more about using the pronouns that help make them comfortable. Because at the end of the day, it's a vocab change for you, but for them, it's an entire lifestyle change. And so, yeah, exactly. you know, it's for someone who isn't trans, from their perspective, it's really... Like, it's not about them. And I think that's a big thing in today's society is that, like, you need to realize that it's not about you when your friend or your sibling or whoever comes out as trans. It is about helping them on their journey. And it's about helping them find their own acceptance instead of you, you know, feeling comfortable with it, per se. 
Yeah, it always helps them because, like, like I was saying a little bit earlier, once people started uh, calling me ma'am based on my voice over the mm-hmm. phone and everything, that was a huge confidence boost for me. Yeah. Um, if you could give any advice to your younger self, what would you what would you say to your younger self? Hmm. That's a good question. Let me think a minute. <laughs> oh God. I try to ask this to everybody that I interview and everyone has such a different answer and I think it's such a um, good question because like if anybody listening that has a similar experience then or is starting to go through a similar experience then it's like kind of advice for them I guess. Yeah it depends on how young I'm gonna say like right before I mm-hmm. uh, started transitioning right right before I uh, started questioning I should say. Yeah. I would tell that person that it's going to be okay if you keep going and don't give up it it works out in the end so you um live in utah which is a um predominantly mormon if not christian state um very religious society so how has how do you think your transitioning and your experience has differed um, from living in Utah versus if you were to be raised in a different state? I think it's not specifically what happens to me, but it's like the overall uh, vibe. Like mm-hmm. uh, in Utah, since it's very religious, you see a lot less uh, accepting media and uh, stuff of that nature, where somewhere that's a lot more accepting of. Uh, LGBT people, for example, like uh, California, you'll just see a lot more acceptance around you, which I think for someone who's just starting out uh, transitioning or they're just realizing that uh, their sexuality or whatever, I think that's really encouraging to know Mm -hmm. that people will be supportive. Yeah. And I think um, even if Utah, like I think as we've gotten more modern and as society has progressed, Utah has become a lot more accepting oh yeah definitely however there's still like that um like fear inside of you I guess that like based on Utah's history more um it's always going to be scarier to come out in Utah than it would be to come out in, in New York or California like you said yeah so throughout this um transition in your life and this anxiety and kind of dark times what is one light that has come out of it One light that has come out of it, I I feel, is that I I think there's a certain level. If you go through something like this, there's a certain level of uh, empathy you can have with others who are going through a similar situation. Sure. Like I know how hard it is uh, coming out as uh, whether it be transgender or uh, gay or whatever. Mm-hmm. I know that can be really hard and. Uh, a lot of people, when they do it, they just don't know what to expect. So uh, empathy and love definitely mm-hmm. is just a great thing you can give to anyone, regardless of who they are or uh, what they're doing. Basically, just um, love everybody and try to understand everybody. 
if you do identify as LGBT plus and you feel like you need some assistance, I would encourage you to call the Trevor Project hotline. It's found at 1-866-488-7386. And they have a 24-7 hotline for um, kids and teens specifically who do identify as um, LGBT. So with that being said, I'd like to thank you for coming and joining me today, Cheyenne, and sharing your light. And thank you to the audience for choosing to tune in. And I hope you will join us next time to hear another formative story. This has been This Little Light of Mine with Lauren.